Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 345th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. I got that right, right? I, I didn't I so. didn't commit the number to memory as I said it, and I knew what I was supposed to do. Yeah, it's 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 correct. I just did a quick check. How you doing, Sandy? I'm doing all right. Um, quiet weekend coming to a close. Uh, what did you get up to this weekend? Anything uh, anything in particular? Uh, so uh, Saturday, Lena, Gordon, and I we went out. Uh, or up toward uh, Wisconsin, or not toward. We went into Wisconsin. We had to do a quick return at, at uh, Ikea, and we stopped up for um, breakfast at this restaurant we would go to in Delaware a lot, First Watch. I'm not sure if you've ever been there. Um, I think I mentioned it to you. you. You and Carolyn were thinking of stopping there, but you didn't have time to do it, I think, is if I remember correctly. Um, but anyway, yeah. we, we went there for, for breakfast, and then after that, we took uh, Gordon to a zoo. So went to the zoo didn't really know what to expect there um but it was pretty it was pretty cool um not like not like crazy big or anything um but they had they had like a tiger there they had a lion they had some like apes and monkeys but like the lion the apes and monkeys like just weren't around i think they were in the back (laughs) for like feeding it or something um they had like this big old bear but the bear was sleeping so we didn't really get to see the bear either too at one point the bear kind of just like threw its arms up and i was like oh gordon he's saying hi to you (laughs) put uh, yeah and then uh is this his first trip to the zoo we went to so last year so almost a full year ago now we went to the brandywine zoo in wilmington delaware um which is like this really really small zoo and yeah so it wasn't anything crazy there i think the like what were the more exotic things they had like this it's not it wasn't exotic but this it's like this giant rodent they call it the it's the world's largest rodent it's called like the capybara I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's super. It just like completely caught us off guard when we saw it. Like, whoa, what is that? Um, but yeah, so this was this was a lot more. Oh, they had penguins at this zoo too. That was another thing. He, one of Gordon's favorite stuffed animals is a penguin. So it was cool to see the penguins. They were getting fed at the time. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's the second zoo experience for him, but um, a, a bit more um, exotic, a bit more. Um, I don't know, fancy. I'm, I'm not sure what the word is that I'm looking for, but yeah, it was pretty cool overall. And then today, um, uh, Lena was out for most of the day, so so Gordon and I just kind of hung out at the house. We went we went out for a walk. Like he he's he's on his scooter now, which is a little bit like scary not scary for me. It makes me a bit nervous when he goes on it because, um, you know he's he's big enough to you know scoot and and he likes to pick up a bit of speed. But he's still mm-hmm. so small. <laughs> he's still so small. He doesn't really get how to completely maneuver it. That it gets me. I get a little nervous when he goes on it. But he does really well. And then uh, went to the park. They there's a park like right behind their house, which I know I've mentioned before. But they finished it. They finished their upgrades. And think is it's a bit more advanced than what we would like. The park is definitely geared towards older kids. Like. It's it's you know a whole bunch of like jungle gyms uh, equipment and stuff, right? Okay. The majority of it is like, um, it's it's like 
stuff that's it's like obstacle course stuff like if you're playing like oh, stay off okay. the lava type of deal like you can maneuver through a lot of that playground and you're supposed to like like they have like these they have like a lot of like suspension stuff so it's a little bit hard to hang on to things that are held up by like rope and so you're in like a little rope with like a little disc along it like perpendicular to the rope so that you can stand on it but it's really wobbly because you know the platform itself of course is wiggling with the rope so um a lot of things like that and gordon of course first of all he he's too small for but he's also has absolutely no interest in it anytime i offer to like help him try to go go up and maneuver around he's like nope i want to do something else i'm he's like i'm happy just walking around in these chips um so we, we hung out there for like an hour because he still finds his way to make fun. And then, yeah, just hung out at the house. Um, I got my, uh, my my power rack on Friday and assembled it. So today, nice. so just like a couple hours ago, I did a workout in the basement with it, which is great. Um, but yeah, that's that's really been it. Had a bunch of ideas of things that I might do this weekend. Just never got a chance to do it. Just never enough time of the day, never enough energy in my body to do it. So yeah, like what didn't you get uh, to do that you wanted to do? So last week, Lena did some raking of the leaves, um, but we lost a lot more leaves on, on a couple of the trees. So I wanted to get back out there and uh, clean up some of those. Didn't get to do that. Um, I needed to get to um, to to the store, to Macy's, to get some pants. Didn't get to do that. Um, what else? Why do you need pants? What kind of pants are you Just like at? work pants. It's been a long time since I've been in the office and stuff. So just wanted to get some additional oh, pants. Okay. Yeah. And then... Uh, um, I was thinking about going to the grocery store just to get a couple of things. Didn't get to do that. So yeah, just, I mean, it took me, it took me the whole day to get through one task. Like I, I didn't do the dishes last night and like Lana and I, we went upstairs early. Gordon decided to wake up busting in our room at like 11 PM and, uh, you know, try to get him to go back to sleep. So anyway, woke up at like six, six AM, started doing some dishes, got through like half of them. Then just hanging out with him most of the day. By the time I actually finished the dishes, you know, by the time I got enough time to get through everything, it was like five or six p.m. Everything else was just like you know, hanging out with him, playing with him, feeding him, eating myself, nap time, mm-hmm. you know, all that other fun stuff. So, yeah, that's all. I mean, like it, it, that's how it goes. Can't I'm not like devastated or anything that I didn't get to get stuff done, but would have been nice to get an, like one additional task that's not like my everyday task done i guess yeah, I hear you. but um i'll probably try to get out there for the for the leaves tomorrow just uh before trash day on tuesday okay yeah um nice very cool very cool yeah oh and one other thing so i drove out to um evanston last night to so evanston is like this it's a um it's the town where northwestern is it's I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes north of, of uh, the city of Chicago. So I drove down there because there is a restaurant called Rez's Restaurant, of all things. And oh, that's funny. they're a bit chainy. So they have, or they're a bit of a chain. They have a few locations in, in the, uh, the Chicago area. This this location in Evanston, it just so happens to be the closest to us, which is not close uh, by any stretch of the imagination, really. It's like a 40 minute drive. Um, but uh, they, it's a, it's a Persian restaurant and so there are a lot of dishes that my mom used to make that lane and i've been craving and so we um i drove down there to literally pick up some dinner and then come back home so that was a. but when i was there i was like oh this is a really cool place like uh it feels like that you know this would be a good place to just spend a day just to chill to hang out 
Um, sure. Like I, I really only got to, you know, basically take a peek at it, but it felt like a good place, uh, like an easy place to get to, to park and then just spend the whole day. You know, parking would probably be, would probably be free. I'm not certain about that, but probably be free. They just kind of walk around. There's plenty of stuff to do. Um, restaurants to eat at so we'll probably go there at some point in the future yeah if not next week maybe another weekend uh coming up soon but yeah that 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 was the weekend nice uh big news for me is one's all right so one's interesting and funny because it sort of harkens back to to some things and then the other thing is a little bit more uh up to up to date i'd say so uh Earl is getting married soon. Oh, um, snap. Yeah, for reals. He's getting married for reals. And uh, one of the uh, one of the things that re- is required is it's part of the wedding party. Um, we're doing black tie. All right. So black tie means tuxedo, and I don't have a tuxedo. And so this is short, probably going back. Um, a little bit over a month, you know, obviously with uh, with supply chain issues that everyone's dealing with. Uh, Carolyn and I, we went to Suit Supply, which I think you've also shot yeah. that before. Yeah, correct? got my wedding suit from my, my 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 wedding suit from them. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like them. I have most of. I think all of my suits right now are from Suit Supply. I've got maybe five suits from them. Nice. Um, and I just didn't have a. Uh, a tuxedo and so we went into the suit supply store that was closest to us it's on madison avenue and we go in and like hey i'm looking to uh to purchase the like all-in-one tuxedo package so what does that include that would include the jacket a shirt pants uh shoes and the um and the bow tie and and so we go in and he goes oh unfortunately there's nothing available and we come to find out that um by nothing available we meant nothing available off the rack okay because uh, i'm a, my my size is a, i think i'm a 42 short or 42 regular it's pretty embarrassing that i don't know this but um yeah, the idea is regular. i can i didn't yeah, realize so we're the same size look at us look at that um Maybe I'm not a 42 regular. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Size, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. This is... Yeah, right. Um, so we went up going the custom route, which wasn't too much more expensive, but I essentially got to like customize everything. So I customized a suit lining, um, customized some buttons, got my uh, sort of the, uh, my name stitched in, you know, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. I was going to say engrave, but I was like, that's not the right word. It's monogram. <laughs> um, and they're like, all right, well, you know, you got to come in and uh, we'll, we'll slowly make sure that everything is like uh, fits right and all that jazz. And uh, because it was all custom, they had to essentially do it off site somewhere, create everything. And then it's been slowly shipping to the store. You know, the shoes got there first and the bow tie because there's... You can't do anything with the shoes. I went with the slippers instead of the patent leather, like Oxford ones. Um, and what was next? Uh, the shirt came next. Uh, and then the suit showed up afterward. And then 
once they all showed up, we get there, and I had decided, uh, weirdly enough, that I didn't want a, uh, I didn't want a vest. And I don't know what sort of came over me because when I went to go try on the, uh, when I went to go try on the jacket and pants, and I realized, oh man, you know what I've always thought is like tuxedo is a three piece thing. Yeah, you need everything. You also need to sort of have the uh, the vest or the cummerbund per se, like uh, essentially cover like the non stud parts of the of the shirt. And so apparently there's like been a thing recently where you can wear it without the vest, or at least that's what they're telling people. Um, and I know that Hollywood people are trying to do that, but it just looks, call me classical or old fashioned or whatever. Um, it just looked like something was missing. And so not only that, when I went to go try it, but they apparently forgot to hem the, uh, the pants because the pant like looked like it was something for like, meant for someone that was like six inches taller than me and i was like this seems like an oversight you guys should have gotten this right because the pins were like the measurements were done yada 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 yeah so i wait another week and then i go to another location to just be like hey by the way uh i'm hoping that i can probably pick up a vest i'm just not happy with the decision to not have a vest and like well let's see let's see what kind of fabric uh you uh you made your uh you decided to go with and they go oh unfortunately there isn't uh there isn't a vest available in that fabric in the time frame that you would need it by which is super disappointing so what i ended up doing there was i got suspenders to hopefully pull up the pant uh but then when i tried it on i was like all right this is not gonna work so now i'm like sort of scrambling to to see like what I can do. Do I just go cummerbund? Do I try to find a vest somewhere? Carol and I, we went to the suit supply to try on the the suit again, the tuxedo, because they were like, oh, we're ready. We, we hemmed everything. I put it on and I asked them, but like, hey, do you happen to have like any vests available? He goes, yeah, let me go see what we have. And then he thankfully had one and I put it on. All we had to do was shorten it a little bit. Uh, and so when I put it on, I just felt like a million bucks. Like, all right, this is a tuxedo. I, I've never purchased a tuxedo before, but it just feels like an adult thing to have. Yeah. Um, for like whatever uh, I find myself needing uh, this sort of article of clothing for black tie events, because you just, if they say it's black tie, you just can't wear a suit. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. You're going to stick out like a sore thumb. No one's wearing ties. Uh, you'd be the only one. Just felt super awkward and weird. And then, so thankfully, uh, all all is good on that front. the uh, The vest is going to be sent to me soon, uh, and my shoes are coming as well. I originally uh, got a pair of shoes, but then they were somehow, and I, and I don't know if this is just because of this brand or, or what have you, but the shoe was half a size too big, and I go, oh, this isn't going to work at all. Uh, and so we, I was thankfully able to swap that pair for one size down because they don't do half sizes um thankfully i will say that because i had done this so much earlier than like waiting for the end that it, it's sort of been uh sort of been nice to not feel like oh my gosh i'm super behind the eight ball you know like yes every little thing required a little bit of extra time and 
you know, with, with things taking longer to ship nowadays, I just wanted to be sure that uh, the all of the things would be there when I when I needed it. And yeah. what is the the last thing that I did was call the uh, the hotel in San Francisco to say, hey, listen, I'm coming in from New York, and I would love to know what your dry cleaning situation is like because. You know what it's like uh, traveling with clothes. Nothing is ever as nice as when you packed it in. <laughs> and it'll be nice if I can essentially take advantage of their, uh, you know, their, uh, their dry cleaning. And so thankfully I can. Not a big deal. Everything's going to be fine. And, and so that, that's sort of one other thing that is, uh, that's been taken care of. So, that, so that's, been, that's been nice to just have as a... Uh, as a as a thing, part of my wardrobe, I'm very excited. Um, so that's that's the one thing that's that's uh, I guess a little bit more PG to talk about. What the other thing that's a little bit less PG and more harkens to my my bathroom issues. Uh-oh. So we're back to that, Reza. Uh oh, um, it's been a while, but it's been a while. Here he comes. It's only been a while. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. That's my uh, body. I'm, I'm bracing myself for this. Okay. <laughs> so I've been doing uh, a vegetarian diet throughout the week. Um, I've, and certainly last week, uh, I was eating this, essentially this, like, uh, we'll call it a Mexican style chili, but the chili was like a lot of uh, spinach and for all those that are like, sort of just like losing their minds, I'm using chili as a, in a very, very, very loose sense of that word. Um, it's essentially just a stew. All right. Okay. Vegetarian stew. Um, the, the base of it is some onion, some garlic, obviously, a, a pound of spinach. We're talking broccoli. We're talking three, four kinds of beans, uh, diced tomatoes with green chilies, a, a ton of mushrooms that are sliced. You know, what's a, you know what's a fun life hack? Do you eat a lot of mushrooms? Yeah. Do you like to eat them like whole or do you like do a lot of slicing of mushrooms? Uh. It honestly actually depends on the uh, it, it depends on how I'm feeling. Um, I, I guess I'll say largely sliced, largely sliced. So okay, cool. So you know what's interesting about the slice? Uh, you know how like if when you buy a thing of mushrooms, it can take a while to do all that slicing. Yes. All right. Pro tip for you: um, I use this tool. Uh, that essentially slices, and, you, and if you do, stop me, but uh, there is a tool out there that slices hard-boiled eggs, and if you cut mushrooms that are like a little bit big, like half or something, and you put it in the slicer, mm-hmm. uh, Google this, OXO, like a uh, hard-boiled egg slicer, I'm telling you, dude, and you, you put the mushroom in there, and you basically just like push it down, and it slices it into like five or six things instantly. Saves you so much time when you're prepping uh, mushrooms. Uh, it's not a slap chop type of thing. Uh, it's not like we don't yeah. know how to do it, but yeah. just knowing how long it can take to prep mushrooms, you know, it's just it's a lot of tedious work. Yeah, no, um, it is. Yeah, so so just something to just something to think about. Yeah, um, yeah, that is interesting. I, I so my my parents have uh, those egg slicers, and we used to use them a lot. Um, for hard-boiled eggs all the time like especially on our salads when i was little um or younger um i do not have one of them now though so it would be interesting to it would be interesting to to try it yeah 
So I've been I've been doing this, and originally I had done it with like two pounds of ground turkey, just get a little bit of extra protein in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, Earl had told me this thing that like, hey, if you have trouble sleeping, you might be having too much protein in your diet that your body is just taking a long time to like process. So what if you uh, took out that bit of protein? Um, hopefully that could help you, uh, sleep better. I was like, all right, well, I'll give that a shot. Yeah. And then I did last week and I think I started to sleep a little bit better. And so I was like, all right, this week for meal prep, uh, similar concepts, uh, vegetarian things, uh, but like different recipes. Cause the, the recipe that I made was certainly just like a stew that I threw together. That was pretty whack on, on the flavor. And it got to a point where I was like, I'm not fucking eating this. Um, and so the reason where I get into trouble is on Friday, um, I was like, oh, you know, let's, let's make a pasta dish. You know, Carol and I love making pasta dishes. And there's this YouTube channel that we follow called Sam the Cooking Guy. He just makes a ton of, like, fun recipes and a uh, pretty fun dude. Um, and so he was talking about this pasta that he made for his kids growing up called Saucy Pasta. And it's essentially just like a spicy sausage pasta. Uh, and it's a creamy pasta. It takes 10 minutes to make. And so I went to go get it. And let me tell you something. My body did not appreciate uh. the sudden influx of like meat product in my body. Cause when I went to bed, I felt okay. Yeah. And then, but like it, I had these like weird dreams of like needing to go number two in my dream. And like, I remember the dream just being like, Oh dude, the whole point of the dream is like me trying to find a bathroom in every situation i find myself in and then when i woke up my stomach was like one of those just like oh this feels terrible and and then i sort of was stuck in the bathroom for i think an hour and that was uh friday night and then on saturday night you know because i had not learned my lesson carol and i went to go get uh fried chicken uh like korean fried chicken Uh and Oh, paid for that as well. And so I'm afraid that I have essentially tricked my body into liking, and this might be like one of those things where I find out that like, oh, there's some, there's such thing as food intolerances. Uh, and I'm just hoping that I haven't tricked my body into like essentially saying no to meat from here on out. But if I have, I'm going to be really upset. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that's uh, that's brutal, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, because you 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 still eat meat, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like a, like a normal person. <laughs> I don't, I don't I, know about all that. There are plenty of people out there who don't eat meat, and they and uh, I've heard that before. Well, that's true. I find, that's I, true. I, I, I find it pretty interesting. Um, I've heard it before that people who stop eating meat, like vegans, vegetarians, their body doesn't take to meat very well and there's that there's an adjustment period of time where they have to retrain their body of how to digest or how to eat it and and i guess it's kind of it's curious to think about like what is really happening if it's if it's actually something within the meat that's causing the body to react a certain way or it's just because it's been so long that you've since you've had it that your body mm-hmm. is like whoa it, it's almost like an, a, an immune re- response but Kind of, and that's what it felt like with, be. with with how aggressive the body like wanted to reject it. Yeah. Um, so it just felt like, 
you know, maybe, and, and this is just a weird thing to say, but I wonder if just one of those, like, oh, just, just take it from a, like, hey, it's probably the smart thing to, like, understand, like, what your body is actually good at digesting and what it isn't. Um, I just know that growing up, there was, it wasn't like one of those things where like, oh, you know, I've always suffered with, with like indigestion of, of meat-based or, like, or animal-based proteins, but I think it was just crazy. Like in a week's time, my body was like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was also because I made the thing really spicy. Uh, I know that the pasta wasn't too spicy. I know this pasta had a little bit of dairy in it. Um, but that, I mean, and I am lactose, I'm like unofficially, officially lactose intolerant, but the, the heavy whipping cream that I bought was a plant-based like alternative. So maybe, maybe my body was rejecting that as well. But after the Korean fried chicken, I got back and I go, Oh, my stomach doesn't feel too hot about this. And, uh, it, it certainly made its, uh, discom- discomfort known later. Uh, and so I'm trying to figure out like should I lean into this and just continue and just become like a sort of a unofficial official, like, Hey, I'm just like going to try and eat less like meats, but I'm able to eat eggs, which if I couldn't eat eggs, that would be really tough on me. Cause I, uh, I'm a big, like fried egg, hard boiled egg eater. I'd say. Yeah. Are there things that you used to eat that you can't eat anymore or like stuff that you, you really try to like not eat because you don't feel good or you know that like it just like does something weird to your body? Yeah. So when I was, it's a bit silly, but when I was a little kid, there's, there are a few things, right? But the first thing that just came to my mind, I'll tell you a few of the others. Um, so when I was, when I was young, I had, um, an apple pie at like a dessert. It's one of those like Sarah Lee frozen apple mm. pies that my like my mom bought or something and i was probably like i don't know let's say like 10 because so it's not my it's not my first time having apple pie um i had that i got extremely sick i spent i don't know good like three to five hours that night it just in the bathroom just really bad food poisoning yeah. and i think it only affected me i don't think anybody else got it even though other people ate it um after was it a prepared that, thing or was it a fresh thing? You said Sarah Lee. Yes, yeah. It's like so, a, okay. I, 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 right. I, I have no idea. That, I, you know, I didn't make it. I have no idea what happened. Um, yeah. But, so you get Sarah Lee on the phone. <laughs> for like 10 to 15 years, I just didn't I just didn't mess with apple pies. Um, I, I honestly didn't really mess with anything baked apple related. Mm-hmm. It always just like, it, it just like set something off in me that I was like, nope don't can't have that um Mm -hmm. and then at some point i don't know while i was dating later because she loves apple pies um i tried it and and, uh was this early on in you guys dating it was yes and it worked it worked it was no problem to had apple pie such a risk it was great it was delicious and like (laughs) you know like so I, I haven't made them in a while, but I've made apple pies. I've made pies in general. Like I was making a lot of pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie uh, a few years ago. Um, but apple pies was also something that I was doing too. Um, and I'll probably be doing, I'll probably do an apple pie for Thanksgiving this year. So yeah, uh, it, it worked out in the end. But here's something, here is something that I just can't have. I've never been a big fan of avocados. Um, oh, okay. Fair enough. It didn't bother me per se. But I just didn't really care for them. You know, some people love them, right? People love the people love guac. 
people love avocado and everything that they have. I love avocado. And I had, <laughs> I've had, I've had them since. Like you know, I've tried them every now and again. But for whatever reason, when I have an avocado, and it's the same thing with like, it happens with bananas. It's something about the texture, maybe, or something. I, I have no idea what it is, but it triggers something in my mouth that just it literally makes me have to throw up. I couldn't tell you what it is. I have no idea why. Um, but just like tasting it, it just it, it's over. I I used to be able to eat California rolls. I can't eat California rolls anymore. Oh wow! Yeah. So I just at, at all costs at this point nowadays, I just completely avoid avocado. It used to be I used to think it was happening only when I ate it just straight up, but then it started happening and like it happens it it's happened to me since i was a little kid it's not usually it wasn't specific to a uh, particular food just every now and again i would just get almost this taste in my mouth it was almost like my mouth would like it, it always initiated in the mouth it wasn't initiating in my stomach it's not like my stomach was like no this isn't good it'd be like my mouth would make some type of saliva something something in it that if I swallowed it, it just immediately started to trigger a gag reflex. I know this sounds absolutely ridiculous. I have no idea the science behind it, the 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 biology behind it, but that's that's basically what happens. And with avocados, sometimes with bananas, um, that happens. And so, yeah, completely completely avoid avocado at this point um, at all costs. Bananas, not so much. Like I can, I can eat, I can eat like a banana split. I can eat, I can eat bananas like banana pancakes, banana, plenty of things. But avocado, I just don't try. I don't, I don't mess with it at all. I mean, it makes sense, especially if you you get a gag reflex. Yeah, it's that happens. Is is it? You said it's a texture. What about the flavor? Well, like, yeah, will I you even eat like? A, I don't want to completely call it the texture because it. I don't know what it. it it's. It's not really the avocado itself. Like I can swallow the avocado and and that'll be that. And it could be completely psychological just knowing that I ate the avocado. But like when I say it's almost like it's initiated by my saliva. Like I really mean that. If I don't swallow, like if I if I just like keep spitting, it doesn't really happen. But if I swallow the spit, that's that's all of a sudden coming up. Like I'm super conscious of it. So then it's like I start salivating even more. It's this it sounds this is this is a terrible conversation. Um <laughs> But it's, no, if I, if, I mean, for me, it's fine. If okay. I swallow, like it, it, it just like immediately start gagging, and I'll have to throw up. Interesting. Yeah, the last time I had it, the last time I tried it was probably like I don't know, three or four years ago at my parents' house. I think Lena was like, "Just try it one more time. Just try it one time for me." And I was like, "Okay, fine." Yeah. Tried it. Like two minutes later, I'm in, I'm in the. <laughs> two minutes later, I'm just like throwing up. Like this, this is what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's uh, I can't do dairy. Um, I think right now, I mean, outside of potentially whatever the heck I'm experiencing now with this protein stuff. But otherwise, uh, I think that's really it. Um, from like a food intolerance thing, there aren't too many things that I know I can't eat per se. Um, which I'm, which I'm grateful for, very, very, very grateful for. Um, but I'm just wondering, because I do know that as you get older, the things that your body either likes, dislikes, can tolerate, becomes intolerant of, develops food allergies of, and all that stuff can can uh, can change. Uh, and I'm, I certainly did not come out here 
to start by like you know doing this whole like oh uh, uh, I I don't want to eat meat anymore because I would love to and I, and I a lot of my favorite foods include meat in them. But I do know that over the years, I have really stopped ordering like massive hunks of steak or red meat. You know? Yeah. Um, I know that red meat, a ton of red meat makes me feel very, very bad. Yeah. Um, and, and so I was like, all right, well, if that's the case. That, that, that certainly seems uh, reasonable to not, you know, when I was a kid in high school or college, I'd get like a 24-ounce steak and, and it felt like that was an okay thing to do. And now it's like, you know what? Let's keep the steaks to like eight. Like eight max, you know what I mean, um, and so uh, with with all that being said, it's like I'm trying to figure out if this just becomes the right thing to do moving forward. I know that there are a lot of uh, long distance runners and and stuff like that. That um, what's it called um, are not meat eaters and. I am willing to be like, yeah, let's uh, let's figure this stuff out, you know. And so um, I'll, I'll let you know more if if I know more. Um, but it, it's certainly an interesting journey that I have sort of fallen into, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I've heard a lot of people. There, there are like documentaries and plenty of things on like Netflix about people, especially athletes that that go um, not just vegetarian but go vegan. Um, yeah, and I think it's. I think it's really interesting to see some of these high profile, like high performing athletes that do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, there's still plenty that don't, right? I think, I think it's probably less frequent to have someone who's vegetarian or vegan to be these high performing athletes than, than um, if I said that properly, who are not vegan or vegetarian than those who are. Um, But it is pretty interesting to see the way some of these people do feel like, cause these, these people are, are, among the most highly in tune with their bodies, right? They're pushing their bodies to the limit and they're able to tell the difference between 100% and 95% and 90%, right? And if you're able to like get close to, if you're getting close to touching 100% more often than not, then that, you know, that's pretty telling to some of these people. So you have like player, I think Chris Paul, I think he, I think he's vegan or vegetarian. I believe Lewis Hamilton is as well. Granted, he's a Mm -hmm. race car driver, but, um, that still so, takes a lot of. Yeah, he's still an athlete, yes. right? Like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get you know, it twisted. Some, yeah, some people, some people get uh, finicky about their definition of athletes, but um, yeah, it, it is interesting to see it. There's a lot of. I think there are a lot of like UFC fighters, boxers who are vegetarian or, or vegan. There was I can't remember the name of the documentary, but I did watch one of those on on Netflix some time ago when I was on a plane. I just downloaded it and I just kind of watched it by chance, and it was a guy who was a. Um, he he wasn't like a professional fighter but he was involved with mma and he gave it a shot just you know cutting out meat and i I, i'm very i'm really skeptical when it comes to a lot of these like documentaries when they're talking when they're talking about um you know lifestyle changes in such a manner because i feel like you can really just pick and choose the research that you want to present to in order to fit your narrative but i still feel like there's a little bit of truth to some of these things in general like there there's at least something interesting that that should be explored and at the very least think things like cutting out like you know if you're eating a steak every day for dinner might not be the best call in the world right so if you start to moderate and start to include additional not not even just salads right like there's there's plenty of fun things that you could do that don't involve meat and um start to incorporate a lot of that into your diet cutting out like a lot of oils and and such and you just feel a lot better you have you have a lot more energy you're more awake alert um so yeah 
it's some it's something that I've toyed with myself because I don't I don't generally prepare much meat myself. So if I cut out meat that other people pre- prepared for me, or if if I just stopped eating out as much as I did, or at least I have been the last like a year or two, um, I'm a lot more. I, I eat a lot less meat than um, than I would say the average person does. I see. I see. Right. Well, that's really all I had to share this week. Uh, I do have to run. Appreciate the time. Yeah. And I'm glad you were willing to stomach, uh, no pun intended, the uh, the story of us coming back to the stuff. Yeah. No. No. No problem. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. Thank you.